Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday. I am Marlita Hill, and this is the Kingdom Art Life, where we are building harmony between faith, art, and career. I just came back from a beautiful weekend in the Santa Cruz Mountains, where I spent several days attending the Creative Arts Retreat with the Salvation Army. And while there, I got to facilitate two Kai sessions, which were wonderful conversations. In the first one, I met this really cool break dancer. And after our session on the walk over to breakfast, he started to share with me how the session resonated with him because sometimes when he's taking class or performing, he struggles with making sure he gives God the glory. And he feels bad because sometimes he forgets to give God the glory. And I spoke to him about it, but the Holy Spirit kept speaking to me about it. And now I want to talk to you about it. Talking to this young man made me remember several similar conversations I've had with artists who, it seems like, almost feel bad for enjoying their art too much. And I find this very interesting. Now, on a side note, one of the byproducts of this Kai work that I'm doing with artists is helping them experience and embrace the liberty and the life found in relationship with God because we've reduced relationship with him to service only and doing that robs us and it robs him of such deep, joyous and intimate connection that we both desire to have with one another. So what did the Holy Spirit teach me about this matter? Well, we are artists. As artists, we have artistic and creative gifts. So here's what he told me. Those gifts have been given to us for service and communion, and enjoyment. Family, these gifts are for service, but they're also for communion and enjoyment. Why are we so reticent, so hesitant, so afraid to simply enjoy God's goodness to us? Now, you know I like to use real examples, so to me, it's like sex. You are well aware that in the church we have problems simply enjoying sex or talking about sex as something that can be simply enjoyed. It is a gift from God. Yes, it's used for service, to procreate, but it's also used for communion, for a man and wife to spend time together and get closer to one another. But y'all, can we live a little? Because sex is also for fun. Sex is fun. Why are we so afraid to admit and embrace that? Why can't we just admit that it feels really good and we have an amazing time doing it? Like God himself didn't build our anatomy to capture and experience the amazing sensations sex provides. And like sex, our artistry and our creativity are gifts that, in addition to service, are also meant to simply be enjoyed. So let's dig into this some more. As Christians, we get ourselves all in knots about this honor and glorifying thing. I have to make sure I honor God. I have to make sure I glorify him. And yes, honoring and glorifying God are important. We're commanded to do so. It's only right for us to do so. But let me ask you a question. How much more can a creator be honored than when the thing they created does what it was created to do and thrives at doing it. It's like God looks at his dancer and says, I created you to dance. 
And when you dance, I'm over the moon because I see my intention. I see my purpose. I see the capacity I put in you materialize before me. And I get joy out of seeing you do what I put in you to do. I mean, how excited did Belle's father get in Beauty and the Beast when his machine finally chopped that log and threw it in the pile like he intended? When it finally did what he designed it to do. So why wouldn't God also get pleasure out of watching his creation do the same? How much more honor could I possibly give my creator than to participate in his intention for me? And here's another question. How happy does it make you to give someone a gift and see them really enjoy the gift you gave them? Like building a jungle gym for your kids. You don't build that jungle gym for them to complete service. (laughs) You build it for them to play and to laugh and to have fun in life. You don't want anything from them and giving it to them. You just knew it would make them happy. And how happy does it make you to watch them flail themselves in sheer bliss all over that jungle gym without any other care in the world? What good parent who loves their children doesn't want to see them have things with which they can just be silly sometimes. Think about that. Now, let's talk about these three areas because they are important. But first, I want to make it clear. God invited you to a life together. He did not invite you to a purpose. He did not invite you to a job. He did not reach out to you because he had work for you to do. He did not reach out to you because of your usefulness. And your value to him has little to nothing to do with your usefulness. He paid the ultimate price just for the opportunity to be with you because he loved you so much. And he did that before you were even cognizant of him. Before you had ever done one single solitary thing for him. So his love has nothing to do with your usefulness or your capacity to be used. He invited you to be his companion in life. And as companions living life together, there will be purposes that need to be stewarded where you, as companions, will tend to that purpose together. And as companions living life together, there will be times that call for you to put to use the gifts and graces and abilities God has equipped you with. And as companions, you will dispense those gifts together. And as companions living life together, There will be things that God says, this is for you. I don't want anything from you. I just want to give this to you because I love you and I want to see you happy. And in the exchange of a loving, reciprocal relationship, you will return that affection and say, God, I give this to you. I don't want anything from you. I just want you to have this because I love you and I want to be pleasing to you. That is the environment in which we serve God, within a loving, reciprocal relationship where we make ourselves available to each other because we love and appreciate one another. Your gifts are to serve God, but they are not his mop. You are not his tool. You were created for companionship, and anything that you do for God is to be done within companionship. I imagine a father who buys his son a fishing pole so that they can spend time together. And in the course of them spending time together at the lake, they put the fishing poles to use to catch some fish for dinner. So you have your art, 
for service, but you also have your art for companionship. Sometimes your art is just the way you spend time with God. And whether you're saying anything or not, just the act of engaging with something he gave you makes you feel his presence and feel so close to him. For me, this is interesting, and you may find this applies to you as well, but I'm a dancer, but dance is not how I spend time with him. For some people, whatever their art form is, that's how they spend time with God. Like I hear some dancers talking about dancing with God around their house. I don't do that to spend time with God. Dance is how I serve him. I spend time with him with this mind he gave me through conversation and writing and pontificating. (laughs) That's when I feel most alive in communion with him. To serve him, it's dance. For communion, it's writing and conversation. Then there is art for enjoyment. And yes, y'all, God gave you your gifts to be enjoyed as well. 1 Timothy 6.17 talks about God as being one who gives us richly all things to enjoy. It's interesting that it doesn't say he gives us all things to use to serve him, but he gives us all things for us to enjoy. God gave you art and creativity because he also wants you to experience the joy that comes from experiencing and making and sharing art. Jesus said he came to give us life more abundantly, and life more abundantly has to be more than just life for service. Like, think about marriage. If marriage was nothing else, literally nothing else but cleaning up after someone, who would want to do that? Like, if literally you got no enjoyment, you got no emotional or relational feeding from it, it was just nothing but duty and service, Why would anybody willingly do that? Even in a marriage, there is time for enjoyment. And think about what happens when that very important element is neglected. I am convinced that even God participates in sheer purposeless pleasure. What purpose does the duckbill platypus have? They're not like the honeybee that's necessary for vegetation to continue. They're just cool to look at. Or the silky chicken. Oh my God, how much joy do I get out of looking at a silky chicken? Have y'all ever seen a silky chicken? It's like my new favorite animal. You got to look it up. They are like the coolest bird and they just make my heart so happy. So God gets joy out of his creation. Not everything in his creation serves him in the way we think about service. Some of his creation just exists in his goodness And they live off of that goodness he puts there to sustain them. If you're walking around thinking about your artistry and career life, and all you can think about is how you're not serving God with it, you're missing out on so much of the beauty of being in relationship with him. I also dance for enjoyment. When I'm taking class or dancing salsa, and yes, I do go salsa dancing. Or when I'm making a new dance, I feel so alive. And I don't worry one bit about whether I'm glorifying God in it or not. My whole life is oriented to glorify him. He knows that. Even if I don't itemize every situation in my life, every single time I engage in it. To think like that is to give way to condemnation in a works mentality. And that's not God. 
So from this day forward, I want you to give yourself permission to not feel bad when you just enjoy the sheer purposeless pleasure of creating art and being an artist. When I'm taking class or dancing salsa, I'm not worried about all that other stuff. That time is just about sweat, just raw dancing. And it's God's gift to me to just be able to sweat it out on the floor. And funny enough, I do think about him because it feels so good to feel the air past my skin and the sweat dripping off my face and I'm breathing all hard and I got this hard combination. And as a technician, it's just amazing. And in that moment, when I feel like my chest is about to burst because of how happy I feel, I can't help but think about God. And not necessarily as a worshiper, at least in the confined sense we picture it. I mean, yes, I am a worshiper. My life is a worship to God. And even when I'm just enjoying his awesome gifts and his goodness to me, I'm still a worshiper. And I don't feel bad that I don't say a mantra every time I get to the other side of the dance floor, that I make sure I tell him three times that I glorify him and I honor him. He knows I appreciate him. I have oriented my life towards him in appreciation to him. Everything I do is positioned to honor him. So again, I don't have to point that out all the time. I don't have to itemize everything when the whole lot of my life has already been given to him. And just like I feel super close to God in worship, I feel super close to him in joy. Because is he not joy? I mean, guys, if your art gives you life, if it feeds you, if it nourishes you, if it builds you up, if you walk out of that session, out of that studio, if you step away from that canvas, if you put that camera down and you feel alive, God is life. What do you mean he wasn't there just because you didn't say, Lord, I give you the honor. You are honoring him by doing it. That's why you feel alive because you've just tapped into life. So no more feeling bad for feeling good about doing art. All right, fam, talk to me. TheKingdomArtLife.com, episode 19. Why do you think we're so afraid to just enjoy life in God? And what do you think that experience will be like for you? Like, will it be easy? Is it something you'll have to remind yourself to do, like take deeper breaths? Let me know. TheKingdomArtLife.com, episode 19. If you're not on our mailing list yet, get on it so I can keep you informed of what's going on with Kai. If you're going to be in the Los Angeles area on March 12th at 7 p.m., please join us for our next Artist Prayer Collective at 7 at the Salvation Army location in Hollywood. And if you're on Instagram, please follow us at Marlita Hill. Again, you can join our mailing list and let me know if you have things you want me to address on this podcast uh, at thekingdomartlife.com. All right, guys, I'll see you in the chat and I'll see you next Monday.